You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Yep. So their strength of the Geelong is their forward line. It is when Cameron's up and running like he was. He's the best forward in the comp. Tom Hawkins is very close to that as well. He's ultra consistent. But also, don't forget the complementary pieces in this forward line. They've got the quality of Tyson Stengel, and he showed that in 2022 with an All-Australian blazer. And Brad Close, his work rate is exceptional. Brian Myers is good as well. They've got a number of uh, really good players there, and that's why their forward line is their strength. The weaknesses would probably be their age and durability. Now, they held up last year. Uh, they rolled out – how's this, Bonds? They rolled out the oldest team in VFL slash AFL history in last year's grand final at 28 years and 173 days. Now, that is extremely impressive that they were able to get their fitness and their program and their planning and their training on par and get it right last year. They nailed it. Can they do that this year and avoid injury with so many over 30? History tells us no, but they definitely defied it last season. What about the pressure gauge for Geelong? Yeah, look, it's minor. Uh, they won the premiership last year. There was a lot of pressure on Chris Scott going into last year because they hadn't uh, been able to get over that hurdle. But it is absolutely minor because they've been able to capitalise with the list that they have. And who needs to perform for the Cats? They've got so many good players. They have so many good players. One guy who was the sub in the grand final last year, Brandon Parfitt. It's a massive year for Brandon Parfitt. Now, his best games are very good quality. Uh, but he needs to be more consistent. And the reason he has to be is they've, they've added to their list Tanner Braun, Ollie, Ollie Henry, and they've gone to the draft. So if Brandon doesn't have a good season this year, they will quickly go past him. Most improved for the Geelong Cats? Yeah, the most improved is Max Holmes. He was the hard luck story of 2022. He missed out on the grand final due to a hamstring strain in the prelim. He had a really good 22 on the wing and as he prays from Patrick Dangerfield and what he can be. Yeah, I like him. He'll have a massive year. Uh, who wins their BNF? I'm going to, they had a tie this year with Cam Guthrie and Jeremy Cameron winning it, which in a premiership year is a massive feat. I'm going to go with another tie. Back-to-back ties, Tom Stewart and Cam Guthrie to tie this year, the best and fairest for the Cats. Premiership window. They're obviously there, aren't they? They are. They're right at 12 o'clock. They're almost about to fall over the edge. They've been there for a long time now. They are right now all in, and uh, once they fall over the edge, it'll take a little while to get back up there. Um, And where do they finish on the ladder? Yep. So an interesting one, this one. I had to think about this a lot. Geelong will finish, I believe, outside the top four. I think they'll finish fifth, Bonds. Uh, Now, they're going to be thereabouts because they win enough games at home. They play enough at home. But durability is the question for mine, and it is hard to win a premiership, but I believe it's harder to go back-to-back. And so they've got 11 blokes over 30, and 40 will be 30 by the end of the year. That's staggering. I think it would be hard for them to win it again this year. Uh, Alex Poplin is just being uh, interviewed, so let's have a listen to that. That I had last year ever again, and that, that, that I wrote down to myself in my head, and, and I'm, I'm going to keep working, I'm going to keep pushing, I'm going to try and keep going all the way, man. I love this feeling, and I want more of this feeling. I want you guys to have this feeling more. Man, I love you guys so much. Thank you. He's, he's almost in tears there. Um, and that, that audio is thanks to Channel 9. 
that that's incredible. He went five sets the other night. People don't probably unaware of this. He finished at two thirty a.m. in the morning in a five set match, and he's done the same again. Another five set match against Taylor Fritz, the number eight seed in the world. That is incredible. It, geez, we got some uh, good up and coming young players, Australian players uh, in the future. And the crowd was yelling "Poppy, Poppy," and he was joining in there at the end after the game. He's still, he is absolutely. He's stunned at what he's done. He is. and He, he probably doesn't understand. No. it's Right now, it'll be a blur for him right now, the emotions that are going on. Um, he The amount of emotion from this match, again, the highest quality match of the tournament, I believe, this one. So if you're going to watch some highlights or something, you've got to see this one. Tune in for this one. Now, just to wrap up the AFL predictions there, Bonds. Yes. I had Fremantle dropping out of the eight and finishing in 10th. Yes. And Geelong dropping down out of the top four, finishing in fifth. Your thoughts on those? Um, I'm not sure I'm with you with Frio. Okay. Yep. I, I think the age thing with Geelong might be a factor. Yep. So I can see that happening. Yep. Yep. Yeah. No, I understand that. I think that um, the Frio continue to look, go up the ladder, but they had the hardest draw in 2023. And so I got a couple of concerns with their, with a few of their players. Agree.